everyone, and welcome back to the Tucson Type Podcast. My name is Tatum, and I will be your host as we talk to makers, artisans, and entrepreneurs of Tucson. Thank you all for continuing to listen, and now that we are on some bigger platforms, thank you to everyone who has subscribed and reviewed the podcast or shared on social media. I really do appreciate all the support, and I wouldn't keep this project going if it wasn't for you all, so thank you so much. For our third chapter, we are joined by Hannah Makala, the founder of Brunch Babes Tucson. We were being super safe and social distancing, so we decided to talk to each other through FaceTime audio, and I actually think it worked out really well. So even though we weren't able to meet in person, technology came through and we were able to record this episode. We had a great discussion about how her business got started and how she's handled challenges along the way. And I'm very excited for you all to hear. So let's jump right into our conversation with Hannah and how she started Brunch Babes Tucson. All right. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. This is my first podcast interview ever, so I'm pretty excited about that. And definitely, I mean, there was a lot of little build-up moments that led to Brunch Babes. Essentially, I had moved to Tucson, and I was super, super lonely. I laugh because now I have, like, the opposite problem. I meet so many people, and I just, like, get to hang out with people every single day and talk to them online, so it's really awesome how much it's changed. But in the beginning, I moved here for my boyfriend's job, and I was working with kids, and there's something a little bit different about having conversations with, like, three- and five-year-olds every single day. <laughs> they're lovely, they're adorable, and they're so much fun, but it's it's just not the same as having a, a real adult friendship to actually challenge yourself and to learn from someone new and to get to, like, explore the city with. So I was just struggling to find connection with the city, and I'm very social, so that was really hard for me. So Hannah was faced with the common problem of moving to a new place and having trouble connecting with people in an authentic way. She went on to say that she used different apps and Facebook groups, and it really wasn't going all that well. And if you can't tell from her business name, Hannah loves brunch, and she wanted to meet new people and make connections, so she decided to take matters into her own hands. So I realized I'm, I'm going to have to create something, which was terrifying, but exciting. <laughs> so I decided with all of the friends I met through Bumble BFF that I would create events for us to invite our new friends. And it was kind of working, <laughs> but it didn't work out perfectly because it wasn't formal enough. It was kind of like, who invited who, and how did you get here, and who's in charge, and mm-hmm. it just wasn't very clear, so I decided to just make it an Instagram, because in true millennial fashion, the most formal way to do something <laughs> is through Instagram, right? Exactly. Now it's official once it's on Instagram. <laughs> right? I'm like, I think people used to say Facebook official, but now it's Instagram official, so... <laughs> So I created Brunch Babes Tucson because I love brunch. My boyfriend hates brunch. So I was like, if I oh, am no. making a group, I need to brunch as much as possible. <laughs> I need this outlet and I need something for us to do together. And there's a lot of statistics out there about how breaking bread with people actually helps you connect. Mm. So I decided, let's, you know, <laughs> break avocado toast together and <laughs> see what happens. Yes, avocado toast was brought up within five minutes of talking with Hannah, and I'm not upset about it. 
But next, I wanted to know what inspires Hannah, especially during this time when people can't gather like we did before. The inspiration has actually kind of changed throughout the two years of Brunch Babes. So in the beginning for me, it was all about finding new places to eat and new businesses to work with. And those new friendships was my main inspiration. And that's still inspiring to me. But now it's about actually being able to help the businesses on a deeper level and connect with them in that way and actually be able to be a pillar in the community and be a bit more of a space for someone to look to when they first move to Tucson or when they're trying to connect with the city. So it's been really fun to almost establish ourselves in the sense of like a guide for tourists in a way. I've gotten a lot of comments about how people have just moved here and they found our page and now they're eating at, you know, five points and they're shopping at Antigone and it makes my heart so happy to know they can find all of that on our page. Quick side note here, Hannah mentioned Antigone Books, which I will actually mention more in the fun fact, so keep listening for that. Then we went on to talk about some challenges she faced when starting out, because obviously everything is going to have some type of obstacle. I definitely have my fair share of challenges, for sure. It's not always all fun and games, but I think for me, the hardest part was establishing my worth. So our events have to cost some amount of money because I need to make some sort of money (laughs) off of it so I think getting people to pay that initially was a little bit difficult because people are like well I already have to buy my brunch or I already have to do something else and Tucson unfortunately just isn't a very big city and we don't have a lot of extra expenses here so I still have to keep our price points reasonable so it's always a little bit of a struggle to value to, you know, implement my value and my worth, but also to make it profitable for myself and the businesses. So that's always something I battle with. Yeah. Have people been finding value in this? Like what sort of feedback have you gotten from um, some of your community members? I think that they definitely have. I mean, it's changed a little bit throughout time. Uh, One key concept that I have that I'll always stick to is I'll never have a membership fee. So a lot of different models that are similar to this, that are, you know, women's networking type groups or things like that, they have membership fees and you have to pay them monthly just to be a part of the group. And something about that doesn't sit right with me. I don't think it works well for us, for our city and for this type of a group because I never want people to feel unwelcome or like they have to be in a certain what's it called? Like they shouldn't have to make a certain amount of money to be able to join our group. Finances Mm -hmm. shouldn't be the issue. Everyone should be able to find a group that's accessible for making friends. So I've always made sure that we will never have a membership fee but I create different types of events for different price points. So this type of model has worked out well for Hannah's business by trying to make it as accessible as possible while also having some tiered events so that people can choose their own experience. And after talking about some of those challenges, we switched gears and talked about what Hannah's favorite part about running Brunch Babes Tucson was. Definitely meeting people and getting to hear their stories. Um, Recently, you two of the women that I had introduced to each other because I'd met them at separate events 
they reminded me so much of each other and talked about a lot of similar things. So when they both showed up at the same event, I introduced them to each other and they ended up talking for the rest of the brunch. And about a year later, she actually ended up standing in the other woman's wedding. And I'm pretty sure that like they, um, one of them was going to be like her godparent, her child's godparent. Aww. Just like hearing these stories of bringing people together and helping them, find their own friends has been like my favorite part. I feel like a mini matchmaker and it's super, super fun. I love that. And that was like the whole idea behind Brunch Babes. That's why you came up with it. And so to see it come to fruition, that's got to be awesome. I'm definitely like teared up hearing like people's stories about how they've made friends. It's just the cutest thing that like I could ever hear. And I love hearing those stories. I'm definitely going to work on a project in the future of giving everyone kind of an outlet to share the stories with everyone else. Cause I think it's so, so special and so important. Our friends have the ability to form our lives, to inspire us and to really just make us feel like we are the important humans in the world that we are. Okay. So let's quote that again. Our friends have the ability to make us feel like the important humans in the world, which we are. I love that so much, and I feel like I need to go send some happy mail to my friends now, but back to the conversation at hand. Hannah goes on to give some more advice to anyone starting on a new project. Sure, there's a a couple different things for sure with any project or any business that you start is start with it from a place of kindness and from passion. It has to be something that you love and that you adore or in those moments that it sucks, you're not going to want to keep going and you're not going to have that drive to keep going. Mm -hmm. So make sure it's something you're truly passionate about and then be consistent. Set yourself your own schedule or calendar and stick to it because if people can't rely on you and rely on your business, they're not going to stay invested. So I think it's kind of a marriage of, you know, all three. All right. So let's review the three big takeaways. You need to have kindness, consistency, and passion. And after that spectacular advice, we jumped into what Hannah likes most about the Tucson community apart from brunch food. So I promise you, I have to give a disclaimer before I answer this, okay. which you can definitely keep on the recording, but I have to say my disclaimer is that it's the arts community and I'm not saying it because you want to interviewing me. I actually mean this. So in the beginning of Brunch Babes, I actually started my core engagement with the arts community. And by that, I mean, when I created our Instagram, the people that I started liking and commenting on were mostly artists, because I realized for myself personally, being around artists and people that are passionate about the arts and are very creative humans keeps me inspired and keeps me going so I decided that I needed to um, connect with creatives so I actually found that Tucson has a massive arts community and they're also different and so unique and even though their work is nothing like my work being around people that are also passionate and creative is really inspiring for me so I try to surround myself with our arts community as much as possible and I am never disappointed. I am right there with Hannah. The Tucson arts community is fantastic and has been super welcoming to me too so far, even though I just started out earlier this year. So I definitely get where she is coming from. And that's one of my favorite things about the town as well. 
Then we wrapped up the conversation with a message Hannah wants to share with the Tucson community, which was... So one of my key focuses this summer, and especially since the pandemic, is to finding the (laughs) anti-Amazon. So (laughs) what I mean by that is if you're going to use Amazon, which I do too, I'm not shaming anyone here, look at those businesses and then find them online separately. So do the same with the local community. Instead of supporting these big brands, try to go to the source as much as possible and to try to see if we have local alternatives because nine out of 10 times we're going to have the same option for maybe $2 more in Tucson. Mm -hmm. And we'll be able to keep that profit here locally and help support our local economy a lot more. So definitely just support local, take an extra minute or two of doing research or if you're looking for something with a local alternative, head to our Facebook group and tell us what you're looking for and we'll be able to help you. But just shop local as much as you can. Stay safe and stay home as much as you can. And please wear a mask. (laughs) And with those parting words from Hannah about shopping local and staying safe, we did end our conversation. But you can find out more about Brunch Babes Tucson and everything going on through Instagram and Facebook at Brunch Babes Tucson. And there's also a mailing list if you want to stay the most up to date with their events. I also wanted to mention that Brunch Babes Tucson has a book club, which they are continuing virtually. And if you'd like to be a part of it and see what's going on there, you can go to Instagram and find them at Brunch Babes Reads if you want to get involved with something fun and virtual. And my name is Tatum. You can find me on Instagram at the Tucson type. Feel free to message me there if you have any questions or comments about the show. As always, I would love to hear from you all. Thanks again for joining Hannah and myself today. Until next time. So Hannah mentioned Antigone books in the show and suggested them for this episode's fun fact, since bookstores are awesome and this is a great one in town. So anyone who's been to this iconic Fourth Avenue shop knows how charming it is. But did you know that it is the oldest feminist bookstore in America and is 100% solar powered? I did not know any of this until Hannah mentioned it during our conversation. And of course, I wanted to share it with you all. Okay, that's all I have. Have fun supporting your local bookstores now.